0: Hi, I'm Lot, Lady of Tarth, hyphen posts on Tumblr. I'm joined with Eon.
1: Hey, this is Eon, and you can find me at Eon Blue Negative on Tumblr.
2: Guile. Hi, I'm Guile, Guile and Subterfuge on Tumblr.
0: We have Clotho
3: with us.
2: Hi, I'm Clotho, I'm Clotho Spindle on Tumblr. And
0: Dramas.
3: Hi, I'm Dramas, and you can find me at iHeartDramas, all in one word, at Tumblr.com.
0: Awesome. Um, we're covering Game of Thrones, Season 3, Episode 5, which is ki- <laughs> Kiss by Fire, <laughs> which should be like, um, Fire's been Kissed, but we'll get there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so our podcast, of course, has spoilers, um, for all things books and show. And, uh, there's always the potential for rape discussion, so, um, just be warned. Okay, we're gonna start the scene out with, uh, Thoris of Mir. Um, he's prepping the gang in the cave for a trial by combat. The hound is to fight Beric Dundarian and his flaming sword. Um, I don't know. I, I thought the scene itself had some pretty damn good staging. They were, it was like a really camped, confined, it was actually a real cave, right? I think I remember Chicky saying that in a previous app.
4: Yeah, I think in the commentary they talked about how, um,
0: how hot it was. That's, it's crazy. It really cu- came across, like, I don't know, I felt, I love it when they use real sets. Well, I guess it's not a set, but when you get a real venue for their scenes. Um, Ari- Aria, got tossed around quite a bit too, which was,
3: <laughs> I know,
0: poor Aria. <laughs> <laughs> um, the men are all shouting guilty. Um, Aria screams for Dundarian to kill him. She wants the hound's blood pretty bad. Um, and then I guess the Hound is apparently innocent because he is victorious and <laughs> almost cuts Dondarrion uh, in half. <laughs> I, I think there might be something a little off with this, uh, this the way of doing this kind of judgment. <laughs> uh, so, wait, so
4: you're saying that the Westerosi just, justice system has some flaws? <laughs> I'm seeing some holes,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you guys think? I
1: thought it was pretty cool. I think you know, after Barrack Dondarrion's raised from that, even though he's alive, he's really going to feel that the
0: next morning, <laughs> like, like a really bad hangover. Yeah, actually, my neck. I, <laughs> I thought about that, like my shoulder. Do they just sew him up again? Because that was like literally, like it looked like he almost severed his arm right off. Like,
3: uh, yeah. I mean, for me, I guess since we're book readers, I already knew what was going to happen. So for me, it's almost a little bit humorous. 'Cause I was like, Oh come on, who really thinks that Barrick is gonna win this fight? Yeah. Yeah, anyway. I thought And then Rory- it's womp womp, and then he just springs back up, you know, he's sprung back up and it's like, Ooh, reset. <laughs> I thought
4: oh. Roy McCann did a good job of showing Sanders' fear of the fire too.
3: Oh yeah. That, yeah. that I liked. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That he's,
2: he's great. Yeah, he just out of the
0: park. Yeah. Yeah, there's that m- moment where he like, like steps right into it and starts like kicking it around. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's like, a- almost like an animal at that point. Poor guy. Okay. Oh, we'll go on to the next scene. Uh, we're in the north. Um, the wildlings are making camp. Orel the warg has seen crows on the wall and Tormon wants to know. What John knows about their numbers. Um, John tells them how many men guard the wall and what castles are manned. He tells Aurel that 1,000 men are at Castle Black. Orel calls him a liar and Ygritte jumps in to defend him uh, by pulling a blade on Orel. Tormon breaks it up but threatens John's life if he is lying to them. John maintains that there are 1,000 men. John tells Yagrit he doesn't need her help. And then Yagret steals a sword and lures him into a grotto for cave sex, to prove he's no crow. Cave sex, <laughs> cave
1: sex. <laughs> this cave, this cave is actually the same cave they used for the fight between Beric Dondarrion
3: and Sandy. I, I mm-hmm. wanted to ask that because since yeah. you guys just said that they used the
4: cave, oh. I don't think that it is because the cave. Really? This cave is in um Iceland, oh. and it's an actual it's like, tourist attraction. Oh, I want to say they they
2: used it. I.
1: I could have there said something about the dual that. purpose. Yeah, I, I remember yeah.
2: hearing something about that. Maybe they filmed part, like, I don't know if like the outside of it, cause they showed like a, so maybe the in- interior was set, maybe, and then the outside. I don't know. We'll get some I emails. they doing later. that just
3: to <laughs> save money and save time, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: And I mean, she was wearing, I mean, did anybody else, like, I mean, ob- for obvious reasons, we know why she was wearing so little, but like, I was watching it, I was like, why is she wearing, like, she had like a little shift on, like, under that big, like, I don't know, I was thinking <laughs> more layers.
0: Yeah, there's a little <laughs> leather know, shift. According
4: to, according to Wikipedia, the, oh, this is terrible, the Polna Cave in Belmore Forest was used for um, the hideout with the Brotherhood, and then... Um, the grotto where John and Egret have sex is cave. Something. I mean, it's G R J O oh. T. Uh, yeah, blah, don't blah, blah. even try to <laughs>
3: I'm pronounce <not> that <laughs> um, in Iceland. Huh? Oh, okay, oh, okay. So they're different. Okay, never mind. Okay.
0: Maybe it was used for another purpose, another cave that we're forgetting. I'm, just, I'm sure we'll think of it later. <laughs> so many, caves. You cave so many caves. caves. Can we talk, though, for a bit about, like, how John is, like, an instant, like, sex god? Like, he's, he's this virgin, and, like, right away he goes down on her. Like, how unrealistic is this scenario?
2: I just wanted to kiss you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: <right. laughs> Maybe, like maybe here's my okay so I do kind of have a theory about this a little bit <laughs> and we know like Ned didn't tell Rob any of this because we've seen Rob's first time but hot Uncle Benjamin on that ride up oh, <laughs> maybe gave him some tips yeah oh. <laughs> that's a good one <laughs>
0: <laughs> my uncle taught me <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah that wouldn't go over well for pillow talk would it <laughs> be <laughs> bad pillow talk.
3: Oh, God, guys. Now you guys are reminding me why I enjoy all, you know how, like, uh, fic writers, um, there's a lot of fic writers, they'll write, like, a series of ficlets, and one of my favorites, I forget who authored it, but um, it's basically, like, how all the stark males go down, and how, like, it's a family thing. <laughs> Tradition. It,
0: classical i think <laughs> i need to read more <laughs> stark <laughs> fiction and is what I'm his thinking his about now
3: before him and his what,
0: what the <laughs> i'd also like to point out like they they do it and then they get into the bath like and like she like literally asks him, so how longs it been since you've had a bath <laughs> you guys are doing this oh, backwards
2: yeah. <laughs> you think okay. you do it the other way around let's get a bath and then <laughs> Exactly.
1: I mean, she's wearing all these furs and leather, and that stuff
4: doesn't breathe.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It must have stunk to high heaven.
4: (laughs) (laughs) They're in love. They couldn't help themselves. They're
0: overcome with passion. God, apparently. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to go back to the less sexy cave. Um, the Um, The hound is super pissed that the Brotherhood won't give him back his gold. Arya is demanding justice. Thoros tells the Hound to go in peace. The Lord of Light isn't done with you yet.
4: Um, Oh, my God. So I forgot something in the original scene where they're all saying their prayer. Did anyone have, like, Catholic Mass flashbacks? (laughs) to the Lord of Light. All I can think of is, like, the part in the Mass where the whole congregation is, like, and let perpetual light shine upon him.
0: (laughs) I'm not Catholic, but I'll take your word. Yeah, I'm not Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, so let's go on to the uh, Jamie and Brienne scene. Um, they arrive at Harrenhal. Um, Locke presents the Kingslayer to Roose Roos Bolton, who silences Locke quite curtly. Bolton demands Brienne be cut free and suitable rooms be found for both of them. Uh, Jamie asks for word from the capital. Roose toys with Jamie a bit here and eventually gets around to announcing that his sister is alive and well. And then Jamie I collapses to the ground.
3: <laughs> I love how Bruce trolled him.
0: Yeah, I yeah was totally. Just like,
3: That's totally Bruce toying like a cat and mouse.
0: Yeah, he kind of had like those cold, dead eyes. Like just, you just see him yeah. calculating for responses. It was really re- well, well. It's played. kind of
4: the first time we see Bruce as Bruce and not as like random, vaguely dissatisfied. Northern Robin. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: And uh when they end the seat it's uh Roose commanding he be Taken to Kyburn, whom I quite enjoy, so Sir Jamie is not well. <laughs> <laughs> Take him to Kyburn. Yeah. That was good. Anyone else wanna I love
2: when Brands stood up and they all looked really short. I
0: was very happy about that. Oh that that was <laughs> so intentionally that. done. That was great. Uh and Bruce is like non pulsed by it too. That was great. Like he just kinda like
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, everybody else comments on it, he's just like, meh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so we do have Jamie going to Kyburn next, and he does not look well. Kyburn wants to take Jamie's arm to be safe. Um Jamie threatens Kyburn's life, refuses milk of the poppy, and Kyburn sets to work on Jamie's wound. And Jamie screams. I like the Do you really
1: blame Do you really blame Jamie for refusing the milk of the poppy after Kyburn's like, Yeah, I was I was kicked out at the I got my chains revoked from me because of my experiments. I mean (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, like he gets so Google-eyed and excited, like you could, like he looks. I know
3: like it was so, so creepy. creepy. when he was he like, really holds Jamie's arm. I know? know, literally, it's like he's telling him, "I can't wait to cut into you." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's I just
0: like good. he look like he kind of he kind of sniffs it too.
3: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> 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 he's just really passionate about what he does. Okay,
3: <laughs> okay, lot. <laughs> it's nice to see somebody
0: take pride in their work. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like a
4: gore connoisseur. <laughs> did anyone think Jamie looked inappropriately hot when he threw
0: back oh, his yeah. head and screamed the whole? Uh,
2: no, Oh, the,
0: the glistening stump that did it for you, guys.
4: Oh yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say ball. I can't watch like I can't oh, watch that scene it's... of like the close up of the, the close up of the corruption of the stump.
0: Like, I'd have to turn away at that. But then i turn back when I know he's going to throw his head back. Yeah. It was, again, I think, like, the cave scene, they've done such a good job with the this episode, like, setting up the atmosphere, though, because you felt so confined. Like, I felt sticky watching this, like, with fever sweat. Like, it looks so grimy and dark and creepy i really like this scene and i imagine like i think a lot of people too at this point i don't think jamie had a lot of fans quite yet at this point in the series but i bet you like i I don't see how anyone couldn't have had sympathy for him in this scene either like how could you not feel bad for him Alright, uh we're gonna go on to Littlefinger. Um he converses with Cersei. She's concerned about the Tyrells. Uh she promises reward and threatens him all in one sentence. <laughs> he promises his best to look into the Tyrell situation and she mentions his best should prove better than when she asked him to locate Arya. It's a short scene, there's not really a whole lot to discuss. Quick shout-out, though, to the art department. I love the seven-pointed star detail on that one wall. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like little things like that. Okay. Uh, Next scene is uh, Tyrion. Um, He's enjoying wine with Lady Alana Tyrell. She wants figs. Tyrion wants to discuss the royal wedding. It's expensive, and they are at war. Alana lists all of Highgarden's contributions. She tells Tyrion the people need the distraction of a royal wedding, and traditionally, it's paid for by the crown. She calls Tyrion a browbeat and bookkeeper, agrees to pay for half, then leaves. I kind of totally forgot this scene even existed. <laughs> I haven't watched this one I love in a while. how
4: abusive she is to pod during the whole scene, too. Like yeah. She's just constantly ragging up
0: yeah it's kind of like the way she was with like cheese boy right it's just her thing like, oh yeah the she's kind boy. of a cunt
2: <laughs> yeah she was in high form yeah definitely on this episode
0: but i love how she's
4: disappointed by yeah. being like normal basically
2: i love
3: i love how she, she admits it i love how she's you know like you guys said that she went into this expecting to have like a a, a fight like a, an argument and a give and take and since Tyrion was such a push kind of a pushover, she was like, This isn't even fun. It it wasn't even <laughs> worth my efforts. Like,
4: like I think she thought she was gonna have like a fun, spicy, like Tywin type conversation. Yeah. And yeah. then it's just Tyrion. Yeah. Like Bummer. The yeah. yeah. I think
1: it really sets up the purple wedding really well because I mean she's this really shows that she really wants this to happen, this wedding to happen so that she can Enact her plans to have oh, Joffrey yeah. taken
0: out. Puppy yeah, master, that is a yeah. good point. She's like, "Whatever, just take the money. Let's get this thing done."
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. And this, the aesthetic of the scene—I mean, it, it was gorgeous. It reminded me of one of those old still life paintings with the table, the fruit, and everything. I mean, it was—they they set it up wonderfully. I thought.
4: Was, I think it's the same set that um, Jamie and Tyrion have breakfast, where Jamie spills the wine. He knocks everyone. Yeah, yeah. 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 I love that stuff.
0: Yeah, me too. Like, even like that, I don't know, this is going to be so, like, trivial, but that plate of figs, like, they yes. had, like, the they're huge, and it's on that silver tray.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, like, somebody went through the effort to get, like, the biggest figs they could find. Like, it's just, I don't know. That stuff's
4: amazing. That's right? like, because, like, huh? ramp figs would be good.
3: <laughs> it's because we And it also shows, like, the big difference of the people that are outside of King's Landing, and they're, like, barely finding food and they're starving and they're dirty and then you get to King's Landing and they're like clean shiny brighter colors and you got all this
4: food don't you wonder if the rest of the cast was really pissed off at the people in Croatia (laughs) at this point like everyone else like in mud and cold and then there's like Peter Dinklage and Lena Headey like (laughs) basking in Croatia with pigs and stuff
0: (laughs) they totally won the Game of Thrones lottery that's for sure yeah (laughs) beautiful gowns, wine, and yeah, figs. (laughs) All right. It's kind of no bacon. (laughs) No bacon, right. That is the, yeah, we take issue with that always. Okay. The next scene we have uh, Gendry, um, who has drunk the Kool-Aid, as it were. Um, He's so down with the Brotherhood. He's going to stay. Arya is upset. He's decided to stay and uh, we get the lion exchanges of, um, you know, I can be your family. And he responds, you wouldn't be my family. You'd be my baby. So, anyway. They're guys, so good. You I ship know. these guys? Like, are you guys shippers? Yes. Well,
3: when she's older, uh. yeah. I, I love the fix where it's a reunion fic. Like, they've all both gone off, done their thing, and then they're like older and their Westeros is being rebuilt and then they find each other again. And then they, like, discover how they've changed in their different experiences. And... Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, <So> one... <laughs> one's a killer, one's, I don't know. Well, I don't know, I don't, I'm not really a shipper, so.
4: <laughs> no, I just think, like, she's perfect in the scene, and he's perfect, and it's adorable, and heartbreaking, and bittersweet, yeah. and it's just, it's just lovely. Do
0: you think we're ever gonna see him again, Gendry?
4: Really? I, like, really? I don't
0: know at this point.
4: Has anybody talked to find a costume it? to fit in his arms? I mean, has he has he said <laughs> anything
2: like is he going to be in this in season 6 or no?
4: I haven't I, heard anything. I words. haven't heard anything. Oh god, that's sad. I <laughs> don't- I do like. I have this sort of. I have a. I have a dream. Of, <laughs> like every time someone goes through the Riverlands, like the inn that Hot Pie's working at gets like yeah. progressively bigger, nicer. <laughs> like, like eventually there's a huge like face of Hot Pie like up yeah. like, this <laughs> huge sprawling complex. Well, in season six, <laughs> I've
3: heard is
1: everyone. the Gray is the gray joys that they're going to have more of a storyline, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe, like, whenever they have a, a scene of the Greyjoys in, like, one of their ships,
2: they
4: come Greyjoys across a injury
1: and they pull them on board, you know?
4: I <laughs> mean, I want,
2: like, if they get to the end fun. of the whole series and we never get to update, you know how, like, the old, was it TV shows or movies, they'd show a little end clip of all the little side characters, what yeah. happened to them? like. I just need something like that with a little, like, text at the bottom and, you know, everybody's happy or whatever oh, happens to you mean, to like, Gendry married, blah, blah, blah. went off
3: to have two kids.
4: Yeah.
0: It's like an but old 80s movie. The Summer Isles. I
2: need some resolution of this. It's going to drive me crazy <laughs> if they finish this and just leave some of these things hanging. Like, Barrick like, you know, whatever happens to him and everything.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. now I'm thinking there should be a modern AU where Hot Pie is the owner of a franchise of bakeries. Like Dunkin' Donuts, only Hot Pies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I want somebody to write that.
0: (laughs) There you go. There's a request. It's out there. Dramas would like that if you're listening and (laughs) care to write that. Go for it. Okay, so uh we have the two captured Lannister cousins in the next scene, um being killed by <laughs>
3: Tom <and> two point oh uh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
0: baby Tommen. And- no, he's he's Tom one point oh. <laughs> or is it two point oh, you're right, because No, he's the second one. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Anyway, yeah, they get killed by Lord Karstark. Uh, their bodies are brought to the King of the North, and he's not happy. Karstark calls the killings a vengeance, and the back, Blackfish knocks Karstark down when he insults Rob. Karstark doesn't quit, mocks Rob some more, and in turn, Rob commands Karstark be taken away, um, with um, taken away with the other four men who are ordered to be hanged. Edmure suggests they bury the boys and make sure no one knows about their deaths until the war is done. Rob wants to make an example out of Lord Carstark, Catelyn, and Talisa both object, as does Edmure. Ultimately, Rob ignores their counsel and swings the sword himself, beheading Lord Carstark. <sighs>
3: this was my favorite part stark's. of the commentary. Why do Starks have to be so noble? They're idiots. They're dumb. Come on, they are dumb. <laughs> Haven't you learned your lesson yet?
0: Nope. <laughs> They're no. slow learners. No. <laughs> slow
3: listen learners. Listen to mom. Listen to your wife. Listen to your uncle. Listen to everybody that's basically telling you, do
0: not do this. Listen, listen to everybody that. that's not a stark in your immediate family. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that looked like real rain. Did that, was that, yeah. it looked pretty realistic. Like, I love if they waited for the rain. I thought it was perfect for that scene. Yeah, it was, I do
4: love the commentary with Nikolai and Gwendolyn. Like, Gwendolyn just kept going on about Rob's cleavage in the scene. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> yeah, almost. I remember that. <laughs> and how much she enjoyed it which i also agree like he was this is was close not. to rob yeah oh i agree oh, he was definitely. Run <laughs> yeah. do you remember the facebook um the facebook re- episode reviews that they used to have oh no <laughs> this had like one of the best ones where you know rob's line at the end this one was only the watcher kill him like kill him last or whatever and like Tywin Lannister likes it I wish I would have said that (laughs) (laughs) it's really good (laughs) that was a very cute one
0: I mean like uh, there's this is a lose-lose situation anyway for Rob like if he had let him live I don't even see how that would have been a benefit
4: well his men wouldn't have left but in the scheme of things he's screwed the second that he married you know
0: a non-frey so yeah Let's go on to the next scene, and it is Arya again, and she's sitting by the fire and reciting her list, you know, of all the people she wants dead: Cersei, Joffrey, Elen, Payne, Sir Marin, and the Hound. Uh, she asks Thoros what his plans are with her, and uh, he tells him that he tells her that they're going to uh, take her to River Run and get a contribution for their band. Uh, Beric joins them, and uh, we learn that Thor's and the Lord of Light have brought him back six times. Uh, every time he comes back, he says there's a little bit less. Arya asks them if they can bring back a man without a head. Aww. Yeah. That was a heartbreaker.
4: And it's so, like, this scene in the books is really sad, too, when it's, um you know, Beric Thoros, are you my mother? Like, it's just, ugh. You know, there's nothing
0: good about this situation at all. I just can't help but feel like there's so much set up. Like, watching these Brotherhood Mm. scenes just kill me because it just, the storyline just died. And there was so much here. And I
2: think I could appreciate it so much more now in hindsight. Like, I don't think I appreciate it. Now that I'm seeing it, I'm like, that was really some good stuff. You know, and it's just it's just a shame.
1: That was one thing I took away from this episode. It's just there were so many storylines in this one episode that they've totally forgotten about.
0: Yeah, that's true. I hope they come back to it. I don't know. It seems like they're, well, ah, uh, you might be talking about this one a little bit later, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop okay. her. <laughs> okay. Next scene we have Celice. Um, she's praying to the Lord of Light when Stannis interrupts. She calls him the one true king and reassures him that he will be victorious. Stannis admits his adultery with Melisandre and turns out she's cool with it as long as it's for the Lord of the Light. Uh, they can get away with anything, even child murder. Sorry, too soon. <laughs> 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 Dramas. I'm sorry. <laughs> what an I episode know. for you to be on. How hard is this to watch? Like after it's the fact. A, it's-
3: I know. After you know what, how it all ends and stuff, like, ugh, sheer blind faith, man. Ugh.
0: Do you kind of just, like, fast-forward through these bits now? Oh,
3: no. The ones that are, I swear, on rewatches, the ones that are going to be hard are going to be the scenes with Shireen. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be the ones that I'm just going to be like,
0: I can't watch them. Well, we got some of those coming up, too, yep. so just hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, Celise shows him her creepy formaldehyde <sighs> babies, and I guess it's all their dead sons, uh, he says he wants to see Shireen. She tells him, you're the king, you don't need my permission. And, man, they did like everything possible to make her unlikable, didn't they, in the show? Oh, <laughs> yeah. she has
4: amazing cheekbones, like, I just can't get over it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well,
3: I mean, out of the costume, Tara, it's Tara Fitzgerald, right? That's I think thing? so. She's a very pretty woman. So they they had to work to make her, you know, homely.
2: (laughs) I mean, aside from, like, sort of, you know, it seems sort of out of character for Stannis. Like, would he really let her do that? Like, I just don't see him being okay with her having the pickled babies, you know, the preemies in there. Like, that doesn't (laughs) make any sense.
3: I don't, I think, I keep thinking maybe whoever was, like, designing the set wanted to, like, I guess make it, like, creepy or something and they were like, hey, why don't we why don't we put uh you know, this visual of the Yeah, I think that's literally
2: reading about that, I think that's exactly how it went down. Like they just wanted to make it creepy
4: like <laughs> Well Cogman wrote it in, so it wasn't you know it was it was written into the script as he wrote it in a, uh, Yeah, not as a set design. Wow. And I'm sure wow. he did it to make it seem
0: They creepy. want her they want her to be unlikable,
4: is what yeah. it is, right? Like, yeah, this is pretty. Well, unlikable. and they've kind well, of made Stannis unlikable at this point in the well, show, so they like, have to make her more I don't unlikable.
3: Think it, I I don't think that it nec- it makes her creepy, but it also it's very sad because it's almost as if um, she keeps them as she keeps these babies or fetuses as like a constant reminder of all her failures. Yeah, she doesn't. It and it's, punish it's very sad for me when I you know. I'm a Team Dragonstone person, so I overthink things, and I think, okay, what? Why would she do this? Why are these jars there? And I would think that maybe that's why, because she feels she has that. I guess that she didn't do her duty, and among the Team Dragonstone, that always seems to be a big theme: is you must do your duty, you must accomplish, you know, the things that you know you must do. Sorry. And she, and as a wife, as a traditional Westerosi wife, she has not done. Her duty, so even though you, she's tried so hard.
0: So, do you think it was an attempt on their part to make her more sympathetic to viewers?
3: If they, if that was their intent, they failed one hundred percent. I think.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah. maybe a yeah, warmer color weird. of water, not green. Maybe like pink or something. Uh, I don't know. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Sorry, I'm gonna move on to something a little <laughs> more fun. Yes. Um, the bath scene. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Brand is just minding her own business, scrubbing away when Jamie comes in to join her. <laughs> she moves to the this corner of the tub as he approaches, and we get a little bit of ass action. <laughs> he tells her, Don't worry, not interested. As he uh, submerges, nice. <laughs>
3: what a liar!
0: <laughs> <laughs> he asks her to pull him out if he faints. Uh, he takes a jab at her protection skills and then makes a dig in, gets a dig in about Renly dying as her with her as his guard. Um, Brienne jumps up from the water and gives him full frontal again, a little ass shot. Um, Jamie looks interested to me. <laughs> and uh, I think he totally acted that boner. No one can tell me different.
1: Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. He totally looks down. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we're all in agreement. It's unanimous. Yep, yep. Yep. Boner was acted. Uh he apologizes. Um they make an uneasy truce. Then Jamie comments on the look of disdain. Brienne shoots him. Jamie recounts the story of the Mad King and his stockpile of wildfire uh, throughout King's Landing. He continues on with how Tywin Lannister forces sack the city and how Jamie begged the Mad King to surrender. Instead, Aerys asked for his father's head and gave the command to the pyromancers to burn the city. Jamie killed the pyromancer, then the Mad King. Brienne asks... Brienne asks Jamie why he didn't tell Ned Stark. And then we see a little bit of that uh, Lannister pride as Jamie gets yeah. visibly pissed off and asks, by what right does the wolf have to judge the lion? He almost passes out into the water. Brienne catches him and yells out, King Slayer, and he says, Jamie, my name is Jamie.
2: Oh, <sighs> So wonderfully acted. It was just, oh, man.
1: Yeah, like, I've seen this, this episode several times, but this... This time, like, Jamie's stump was actually really distracting for me. <laughs> like, was that actually his um prosthetic arm in that scene?
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: Okay, because yeah. it just st- stayed really still. I mean, if I was in that tub and I had, you know, a <laughs> severed hand,
0: I probably would have propped my arm up on, the, like, you know, the, the back of the tub or so. I thought but you were going to say you just... would have a- <laughs> you would have asked for a little uh, prop hand that you would have just held underwater. <laughs>
1: I don't know. it's just his stuff was so distracting i mean it should have just had googly eyes on it
2: because it's just, <laughs> just staring at it the whole time uh-huh. so but aside- you- this was bandaged up
0: <laughs> are you gonna say something guy no no <laughs>
4: <laughs> no she That's- died um, I love Brienne at the start when she's like trying not to look at him when he's when he's getting undressed, but clearly yeah. she's Saundering looking over. at clearly she's like you know she's a sneak of me. <laughs> And I I think there's a gif I've seen where it's stupid sexy clink King slayer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and he really looks like he's working the swagger when he's walking over there. I know it's trying to be like I get that he's trying to be like he's stiff and he's sore, but to me it looks like it's like
0: <laughs> <laughs> I agree. sauntering I... <laughs> being you know, half a god and all that. Yeah, what an asshole. <laughs> speaking of assholes, not- speaking of assholes, no.
4: As much as be like justifiably complain about the lighting, I will say the lighting in this scene is utterly perfect in it's, every it's, it's- way. It's- it's hidden
2: really them in all the, the right stains. places yeah. oh yes the yes. steam I was like mesmerized with the little swirls and like I mean that's something yes. where they didn't have to like it, just that little details and the paint you could tell the paint and look the patina of like it just looked like everything was so old it was beautiful in there
4: And how Brienne is lit to be almost angelic and Jamie's dark and dirty. Yeah, she's all
0: clean. Exactly.
4: She's all clean and all refreshed and, yeah.
0: Oh, I (laughs) kept wanting just to dunk his head so bad. Like I know.
4: Well, and you know why they couldn't do it is because they didn't know how many takes they were going to have. Oh.
0: That makes sense. So they didn't want to mess him up every single time. There'd be no constant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the stump, it was a bit distracting for me, though. It was, like, so grimy. Like, it seemed like, you know, they are covered in in
1: dirt and everything. It seemed like that would have washed off more while they were in the water. It just looked like it was really painted on, but oh well.
0: Yeah. So, who's got the nicer ass? i be dead honest with you. I'm not looking at the water. Yeah, okay. What are you looking at? Asses? (laughs) (laughs) Who's his butter? Lightning round.
4: Okay, lightning? Nikolai?
0: Eon? Nice success, Glinnernick. Oh God, it's so hard because like, <laughs> <Sorry. wanna bite. laughs> I like. I want to bite both of their asses. <laughs> S- sprinkle a little text joy on that sucker, and <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right, you're failing the lightning round. We'll come back to you, Glosso. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, Nikolai. There I go.
0: Dramas. I disagree, Gwen. <laughs> I I think I'm gonna have to go with Gwen too. Right, you're the tiebreaker, Ian. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Gwen's. Okay. Wow. Gwen That's takes it man. in the end. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. I'm oh. killing myself here. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm silly. Okay. So guys- why do you? Think
4: that Nikolai lies in the com- commentary about the boner when he totally obviously acted it?
0: Hmm. Good question. Why he? we? Hmm.
2: Maybe, I don't know, like, that's
0: what we do. <laughs> you stumped us. Sorry, I did it again. <laughs>
2: Maybe he was afraid of being asked about it in every single interview. I don't know. Like, I could imagine that if he said, "Oh, you know, I was pretending like I had a boner or what, what all." Well,
4: I thought I heard I somewhere do love how he tries really hard after, pardon the pun, after <laughs> that moment to like keep his eyes looking up, like he yeah makes the you know he makes an obvious effort to look her in the eye the rest of um, the rest of the scene.
2: Yeah, Which I yeah. think is kind of playing it to the books. To me, that felt like real. Yeah. For the books. Oh,
0: yeah. It felt like Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Let's go on. Are, are we good? Everyone's okay? Anything else you want to bring up about the bath scene? It's a pretty big scene. Yeah. I don't want to hear are complaints she- that we missed something later. We didn't go on about something <laughs> enough.
4: She's <laughs> got beautiful long legs. Um furry <laughs> nutsack you know, I, get, I get caught <laughs> up in the visual <laughs> Max <macho. It's> Poetic
0: <laughs> okay alright I don't want to hear about it I gave him time
3: cornerstone a
0: cornerstone <laughs> scene for any Jamie and Rand shippers so. oh, yeah are you satisfied with the depiction like everybody's happy with what they did with the show? oh yeah yeah
4: so yeah, I believe really people, like, I, you know, I wasn't in the fandom then, but it seems like there was actually some fear that they wouldn't have this scene in the show, which, what were people
0: smoking? Wow. wow. That would suck. Like, I'm,
4: I I, get the negative, I get, like, being afraid of, of dreaming, but... Really? Like, why wouldn't this be in the show? Well, I think because there were other things that were seemed like they could, but
2: like, uh, like a dream sequence, you know, there were things like that that were left out. There were key things that were left out. So I think there was sort of remotely, like, I wasn't one of the ones that was terribly afraid they wouldn't include it, but I think that that might have been where that came from—that there were some okay. other key points that were left out. That's the only, you know, that I, I've got.
4: Hmm. Yeah, because that was just shocking to me that that was even a possibility. Huh.
3: Because I think at the at at this point, people were still like um, they weren't sure if they were going to start to show like how the relationship changes. I like they might have said, "Well, maybe they were just going to stick to them being like completely antagonistic and just leave it at that, and then go on to another storyline." But so like, like pros. why would you?
4: Man and woman are you know at first they're at first they're rivals and antagonists. And then they remain that way. Like, like, <laughs> literally, that story's never been
3: written. <laughs> I I know, but some people might have thought that. Some people are dumb. I'm
0: sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and again, send all hate mail to you, Kyle and subterfuge.com.
3: <laughs> and I
2: guess that'll play out when we see if they do bang. I'm convinced they're going to bang, but I guess if they don't, then it'll be kind of like, wow, could they not do that kind of moment? You know?
0: Yeah. Well, they did drop the Brotherhood storyline. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah. no, this is not. Uh,
2: I don't. Think I mean, you I th- could have predicted Dorne like back in like I would have never predicted Dorne back in season. Yeah, you know, never. Two. So, yeah.
0: like, predicted <laughs> what? Like them going to Dorne or just how oh, bad? Yeah, it was? Yeah,
2: like that whole trashy. Well, yeah, everything—the trashiness of it and the whole decision.
4: Well, I mean, I guess that's a good point because with the Dorne plot, it's hey, Dorne appears to be meek and doesn't do anything. And he actually is meek and doesn't do anything. <laughs> it's the worst plot ever. So yeah, I guess I really shouldn't. I probably shouldn't be so flippant since that literally is what happened in Dorne.
3: I yeah. know, but I think that that they kind of dropped the ball with Dorne because yes, they showed his meek side, but they didn't show his manipulative side—the smart, intelligent, political mind that he has. Right. So and they, just and they didn't a, show a, that.
4: I—that had a character just be exactly who he was on the surface apparently.
0: Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Dorn. Sorry. Not- okay, I apologize. I don't know how he got from the bath scene to like <laughs> <laughs> shitting did all over know? the Dorn storyline from season five.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we
3: did it. Anger.
0: <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next scene. It's uh, Shireen. Uh, she visits Davos in his cells She asks him if he is a traitor. He tells her that he dissipated her father. Now he's paying the price. She brings him a book about the Targaryens. She finds out he can't read. And then she says she wants to come back and teach him. And dramas once Uh, again. I am so sorry you're on this episode.
3: (laughs) (laughs) the beginning of Shireen's uh, literary literacy program.
0: She's such a beautiful little creature. This is so hard to watch. She was
3: so dainty then, and her voice is absolutely perfect. Oh, my
0: God.
2: It's like, oh, the tears. I think
3: the best Shireen scenes are with Davos. Yeah. They are.
2: Mm -hmm. amazing chemistry, those two. They're great.
0: All right, let's move on to Essos, where we have Daenerys and her Unsullied. Um, We also have Jorah and Barristan swapping war stories. They talk about King Robert. And Jorah's knighting, and they also talk about how um, King Robert was a terrible king. Barristan says he spent his life serving terrible kings, and then he asks Jorah if he believes on uh, believes in Daenerys, and Jorah responds with "All my heart, <laughs> you sucker." Uh, oh. Danny and Missandei speak to the Unsullied officers. Um, amongst them, they have selected a leader. It's Grey Worm. Danny tells them to throw away their slave names, choose another. Grey Worm is keeping his. Barristan and Jorah continue their conversation. Jora questions Barristan's intentions, calls him just another man in exile. Well, now that's going to bite him later, isn't it?
3: <laughs> yes, it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think?
4: I kind of hate that they changed the whole reason that Grey Worm kept his name, though. Like, it wouldn't have taken that much longer to just, like, have the story of the Insullied having to change their names every day. Like, another way that they're dehumanized. And then him basically saying, you know, yeah. that was my name the day that I was freed. So, that's the name I'm going to keep. Like, I like that. Yeah. That. yeah. I, been-
0: I totally forgot about would- that. Yeah, you're right. That would have been cool. Yeah.
3: And I, I, taken- I love
4: Grey Worm. I love his voice so much. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was so- well acted. <laughs> Amelia being good
0: He's just a beautiful boy. Like, the dude who plays yes. Grey Worm. I like looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He also does music, right? Yep. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Wow. YouTube. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta he has like a, um,
4: <laughs> he has another name that he does it under.
0: Yeah, I forget the name.
3: Cause I was looking him up. Cause again, I really liked his voice.
0: Hm so. Cool. Okay. Uh, Let's go to Rob's scene. He's surveying his battle map. Uh, The Karstark army is gone. Talisa suggests they go back north um, to take back their northern lands. Rob knows his army would never ride south again after the winter. Rob has a light bulb moment as he stares uh-huh. at the map. Uh-huh. He can attack them where they are not strong. Casterly Rock. He's excited. The music is pumping. This is such a good plan. Uh-huh. All he needs is the help of the phrase. Let's go do it.
3: probably gonna work. Yeah, totally. The, <laughs> the, the house that you just pissed off <laughs> yeah. by like Sinter. not marrying their daughter. Poor Rob. Poor naive Rob.
4: I had it. Totally in-
3: gonna work, Rob.
4: If the phrase weren't complete dicks, it might have worked. I mean, that was a completely disproportionate response on their part. (laughs) It was. I I mean, you won't marry my daughter, so I'm going to fucking kill everyone. Really? They're such scumbags,
3: though. (laughs) But you have to also think about what it would have meant if he had married their daughter.
0: What? Walk me through this. It
3: wasn't just the marriage. It was that what they were gonna use that influence because the one thing about House Ray is regardless of how dickish they are, they're very ambitious. So they've always made strategic marriages just like everybody else does. And this was gonna be (laughs) and this was gonna be like their crowning jewel moment. And it just was snatched away, away from them. So let's snatch everyone
0: <laughs> You're right. Poor <laughs> Walder Frey.
3: also, also <laughs> Walder Frey, like you said, is a really big just... dick, so I <laughs> have one hell of a band.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know say what you want about the whole like yeah it's pretty stupid to rob think for rob to think that he can somehow repair this relationship but um i don't know i think for a show watcher i think this the scene really had an effective um it was effective in making you think yeah this is so cool rob's gonna get his revenge this is gonna be awesome like that triumphant build that they had going
2: and yeah, it, it, it worked for show watchers Yeah, they mentioned Casterly Rock. It was kind of exciting. I was like, oh, you
3: know. Actually, now that you've pointed that out, you are right because my sister, my little sister, the 16 year old, she's not, she has not read any of the books. So she is a pure TV show watcher. And actually, when we were watching, I was rewatching with her. This scene, and she had first seen the ep- she was first seeing the episode. She actually was like, she turned to me and she was like, "Oh, Rob's gonna kick some ass, yeah. <laughs> sure." <laughs> and I had to bite my lip because That's I knew so it was good. gonna happen.
0: <laughs> <but>. Love that. <laughs> all right, let's go on to uh, you Sansa. know, Just oh. think,
4: like D and D and George R. Martin right now are like doing that to all of us. Like know. they know what's gonna happen, and none of us do, and they're probably just like. <laughs>
0: He's so dicks? <laughs> assholes. <laughs> Please write your book faster. Get your show get your show in order. <laughs> okay, uh Sansa and Marjorie are watching Loris practice swords in the courtyard. Um they speak of Joffrey and Sansa's betrothal to Loris. Marjorie is confident she can make it happen. Loris meets, uh, Oliver in this scene, and in the next, they quickly are doing it. Oliver is, of course, Little Fingers, and Oliver informs Little Finger that, uh, Loris, of Loris's betrothed little Sansa. And then in the next scene, we have Little Finger speaking to Sansa about leaving King's Landing, and, uh, she you knows she kind of I guess musters up a little bit of a white lie saying she would be worried that it would be too dangerous and she's worried for his sake and Littlefinger says he's touched it's kind of cool to watch all this in retrospect yeah. seeing uh, Littlefinger setting up his plan and using his people Feels feel so bad for Sansa <laughs> I know it's
3: like the- oh you little
0: that's a constant theme though right I mean,
4: in the scheme of things, like, pretty much the exact same thing that would have happened to her at this point, whether she went with Littlefinger then or not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. She just wouldn't have been implicated in the, uh, you know, the Joffrey murder, I guess.
0: It's kind of, I kind of have to appreciate, too, how they laid out so much story. And just these quick little scenes, like he can, like, you know, see the thread of the whole plot with the, the wedding.
4: Yeah, which was, you know, a whole other season away, at, or, you know, yeah. almost an entire season away at this point, too.
0: Yeah,
4: it was, they were very short. Loras also has and some solid Gatar, which is nice.
0: <laughs> well, Oliver's laying it on pretty thick. I don't <laughs> know how good of a radar you need, to be honest. <laughs> All right. Okay, so uh, Tyrion, in the next scene, joins Tywin and Cersei. Uh, he reports that he's saving a tremendous amount of money, hundreds of thousands, on the upcoming wedding. Tywin isn't interested in hearing about all that. He tells Tyrion that Cersei has learned the Tyrells' plan to wed Sansa to Loras, stealing the key to the north out from under him. Tyrion mentions Rob. you know, he's the, doesn't she have an older brother? Tywin seems unconcerned with that. Tywin wants to thwart the Tyrell plan. It becomes clear to Tyrion pretty quickly that his father plans on arranging a marriage between he and Sel- uh, Sansa, almost <laughs> <Listen>, Selsa. Tyrion <laughs> objects. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Tyrion objects. Says it's cruel. She's a child. Uh, Cersei assures him that uh, assures him that she has flowered. Tywin tells Tyrion it's high time he was wed. Tyrion says I was wed. Cersei is gleeful about the news until Tywin mentions her marriage to Loris, and uh she's (laughs) she says I will not and then she starts to plead a little bit. Tywin slams his hand down and says not another word. They're all disappointing children to him and uh he slams the door when he leaves. And that's the end, so Tywin's laid down the law. Tywin. (laughs)
3: <laughs> poor Tywin <laughs> poor Tywin forever disappointed in
4: his children For those shitty kids yeah I mean you know, he's a brilliant man and he's got these piece of crap kids screwing <laughs> everything up
2: i just fuck up oh <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: I I so enjoy these like these like little intimate scenes with the Lannister family though like it's they do such a good job of like acting out what feels like um, like it feels like you're watching years of ingrained like family behavior and dynamics like, like it's
4: why in the world did they not write a scene in season four with all three kids in Taiwan together like what oh, the God. fuck were they yeah. thinking to yeah. not <sighs> do that
3: because they were all in King's Landing. Yeah. So, like It would have been the perfect time to do right. it. Right. Like, they had no, do, like, one of those no.
4: first two episodes to just have, like, a dinner.
3: Oh, no, dinner. dinner. Oh, no. And, like, just,
0: oh, uh, it would have been great. Like, they could have done the whole episode of just dinner. <laughs> that would have been great. Cloth and I would have been admiring the platters and the figs and dishes. <laughs> <laughs> we all would have, have been
4: happy. <laughs> I would have had an eagle eye out for cheese boy somewhere.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I probably would have been like just how many cups of wine between Tyrion and
4: And Cersei. Well, they could just have Jamie keep continually knocking knocking <laughs> it over. <laughs> 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 yeah, <we also. laughs> Tywin getting
0: like grimmer
4: and grimmer as, <laughs> as the scene
0: goes on. Well, oh, I love it. I love it. You're right. Now I'm mad they missed out on that opportunity. That would have been great.
4: I, You know, I'm not the biggest Lena Headey fan, to be honest. Um, really? Oh, in her portrayal of now. Cersei, but I do love her <laughs> in this scene so much. <laughs> just
0: how happy she is at the start of
3: it. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Got that little coy grin on her face, almost bouncing with it, joy.
3: Because everyone, I mean, everyone who has siblings Ha- knows these dynamics of like <laughs> being sure of yourself and going haha I'm mom's favorite or something and then mom yeah. you know, just turning around going oh and by the way you know <laughs> you're in it trouble is. too and then it's like womp womp you know <laughs> it's,
0: it's so good it's so good I love it Uh you know I was like I know like I was all excited about watching this one again because obviously the bath scene but this whole episode was really good I liked it it was it
4: really yeah. was yeah, the middle of season three or the you know the ah, yeah. episodes like two, three and four or three, four and five rather of season three are really, 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 really good. Like then it
0: now so they get into that
4: period where they I feel like they stall the storyline a little bit because they want to make the red wedding near the end of the season. Right.
0: Uh-huh. So it's all downhill until the end of the season is what you're saying. Great. <laughs> okay. I think that brings us to the end of the episode. Um do we have any questions?
1: Oh yeah, we do have two questions. Let me see. Alright, two from two anonymouses. Alright. How do you think the Lannisters react would react to Brienne? Would Tywin be okay with a less attractive daughter in law as long as he got grandkids? Would Tyrion find her funny? Is there any possible scenario where she and Cersei could be friendly? No.
0: no. <laughs> No. That was Flat like, eyes. I know. No
3: That's never
0: happening. That was hilarious. I saw like three Skype boxes light up blue. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> it's, just, I, you know, I know people try to spin that and like, the, you know, there's different like fan ins and stuff, but, like for AUs and things, are like, well, no. It's just not. There's
0: no yeah. way. Cersei, what is that, that line? She's greedy for love. Yeah, she's not sharing yeah, her toys. No way. Even if she didn't want Jamie, I don't think she'd ever be happy with anyone
2: he would ever be with. I think
0: nope. We're all agreed on that. What about Tyrion? You think he'd like Brienne? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I
4: think so. Yeah. I think he'd like her because... She, uh, I mean, mostly just because Cersei would hate her so much. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: <laughs> exactly. a good point. So. Because it would bug Cersei, and I also think that Tyrion... You know how he has that line, like, he has a special place in his heart for, like, uh, what is it, cripples? Yeah. uh, Uh, Broken things? He's got a thing for, like, outcasts, because he himself is an outcast. And Brienne is not a typical female, so she is kind of, like, in that outcast category. I think, So they would have that in common, I think.
0: I think too, Brian's kind of got like a dry wit to her. She's got a bite to her, and I think he'd like that edginess to Brian.
3: Although I think he'd be a little
4: jealous of Jamie being like in a happy relationship if he wasn't.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Maybe, yeah. Because, you
4: know, his, none of his siblings, I mean, you know, he knows how twisted Jamie and Cersei are, and he knows Cersei's never been happy in her marriage, and, you know, Jamie's never been with anyone else, so I think, yeah, it's sort of been easy for him in a way to like have none of them be happy. <laughs> Yeah. Misery Mm -hmm. loves company. Mm -hmm. I don't know what Tywin would think of her. I kind of feel like he probably wouldn't care. Like, I think he just wouldn't even, like, acknowledge her as an
0: individual human, in a way. Just something to pump out babies. Yeah. His heirs. Exactly.
1: I think as long as Tarth could benefit House Lannister in some way, and if Brienne was fertile, I think he'd be okay with it.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. If he, which, yeah, if he
3: I thought think it like, was the only way he was going to get Well, I, th- I think as lo- I mean because honestly if Jamie is you know where to marry or uh Brienne or whatever it would he's always looking for a way to get Jamie out of that white cloak. Yeah. And if it gets Jamie out of that white cloak, he's probably going to go okay.
0: Deal, yeah. people, let's do it. Like in the, in a perfect Taiwan world, Jamie would be marrying like a maybe a noble more higher house. But Yeah, yeah, it, yeah.
2: I, I don't think up front it would be something he'd be happy about, but I think in that, yeah, given the circumstances...
0: This'll do. This'll practical. Okay. I
1: have another one. Let's see. Anon says, are there any non- Jamie and Brienne ships you guys like? I would think Brienne slash Marjorie would be popular for instance. Uh, also, what's up with Jamie slash Sansa
3: shippers? Uh, the shippers gonna ship, but that one can amuses me. me. Listen, okay, hmm. crack shipping—it's it's fun. So, I mean, yes. I've read some. Some of the some stuff is a little bit, you know, too crazy for me. But I th- honestly, I find Jamie Sansa
4: shipping and stories to be a bit offensive because I think they're it based on the fact that they're attractive. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah
2: There's nothing else there Yeah really
4: Although I mean To answer the question I You know I would totally ship Jamie and Catelyn Book and show They had awesome They had awesome Intense Like antagonistic Chemistry Like they would have Like some great sex
0: I'm so I'm so Jamie,
3: Jamie Versus Jamie And Sansa I actually would prefer To ship Sansa Brienne To be honest
0: I I'm so inflexible. I can't even. Ship. <laughs> it's Jamie Brienne. That's it. I don't even care about anybody else. Yeah,
2: I'm so on the same camp it. as you. Yeah, I'm on that too. I can't even I'm entertain
0: really... anything else. I don't like, really ship Brienne
1: with anybody but Jamie, but as far as Jamie, sometimes I'm like, I just think Jamie and Oberyn's really hot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that works, too. I've yeah. read some nice things about that. oh. Okay. Yeah.
4: <sighs> And I yeah I don't I feel like Brienne is I, you know I, there's some kind of fun dynamic with her and Hyle just because she dislikes him so much that you know that hides a little bit of chemistry I think.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't say but shipping just don't, it though. But I don't <laughs> want
4: her to have a consolation prize, and I feel like anyone else is a consolation prize. Or at least you know I could go like Young Jamie or Jamie pre Brienne, and like yeah, he totally could get it on with Catelyn, and I wouldn't feel too bad about it.
0: I can't even entertain it. <laughs> I can't. It's like uh, no.
4: <laughs> not yeah. even like the cat brand threesome in the River Run dungeon. <laughs> yeah,
0: nope. That's pretty... No. No. I can't do it. The only thing <laughs> not I ship a little bit. <laughs> no. No. Not. Not at all. <laughs> the only thing I ship is me and Jason Momoa. That's it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I can get behind that one. <laughs> all right. I think that's it, right, for questions for the yeah, week. Yeah, so. you want me to
1: go through thank yous now?
0: Yes, please. Alrighty.
1: Alright, we got an Anon and it says, I love that they excuse me, I love that in a mere two and a half hours of being in the Song of Ice and Fire universe you ladies managed to not only betray the Lannisters, but also <laughs> bring a war to your doorstep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I objected. That's <laughs> just saying.
1: Well, that's how we roll, Anon.
0: That's how we roll. <laughs> That's how you guys are. You guys roll. are
1: horrible okay.
4: people.
0: I know, like, <laughs> for the blackfish. What the fuck do I care about the blackfish? I'm going to get in so much trouble later for this. <laughs> <Good God. laughs> yeah. All right, uh, we got one from Chikrin. The lovely Chikrin.
1: <laughs> yes, Chikrin. Chikrin from Tumblr. <laughs> I am sorry not to be with you for this episode of Nakedness. I trust you will all purve out and do me proud. So many boners, guys. So many boaters. I love you dorks.
3: <laughs> we you love you, too. I don't, I, I, I...
4: I don't know. I I don't know. I know. Cock. I feel like we didn't objectify that maybe quite enough.
0: Yeah, I like his stiff hair.
2: His hair was, like, sticking up really stiff. I'm like, where his
0: nutsack really, is? Because <laughs> <that's> really <laughs> it was nice really nicely backlit. <laughs> there. I think that'll about do it. That There's quota. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> Another anon says absolutely love the podcast you guys are so spot on in your analysis of both the books and the show I was wondering if you've considered doing recaps for any other book characters after you finish with season 3 Cersei maybe <laughs> even though I'm not a Cersei fan or a shipper of Cersei with anyone I do think she's an interesting character and I really enjoyed the interplay between her her chapters Jamie's and Maria's throughout a song a, a feast for crows Added bonus, to her
0: storylines include Sir Pounce and Lady Whiskers. Can I say how we like totally thought that we anon each other for this question? <laughs> because we actually do plan on covering Cersei chapters and future episodes. <laughs> it's like, does That's somebody just cool. anon to bring this up? See, <laughs> <laughs> no, we, oh, we, so we got
1: one from, from comma, grammar saves comma. lives at tombo.com. And this was um, for episode four of season three podcast. She says, this was a fun F and y'all did a great job moderating. I had so much fun listening Mm -hmm. to this one. I'm so happy you addressed the strange mispronunciation in the Cersei and Tywin scene. In general, as a family, the Lannisters make no linguistic sense. (laughs) But it's particularly weird here. (laughs) Well, there's an comic. American,
4: a Dane, and two Brits. So, I mean, you know, yeah, that's <laughs> what they shouldn't probably sound alike. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Got in the that says,
1: "So what podcast is next?" Uh, three, five. If that's so, I want you guys to talk a lot about awkward boner. <laughs> of course, we tried yes, the books, but I think Nick Lodge played it. It so it looks like Jamie actually has a boner in the show. What do you guys think? I think we covered it. I think, <laughs> I think we covered it. Yeah,
0: well, we're all um, unanimous. He acted that boner. Did he yeah. ever?
1: Um, this is an anon regarding episode four. Great episode, girls. The beginning made me burst out laughing, and it just got worse. Better. From there. <laughs> Sounds
4: brilliant. You know, season three <laughs> review. Can't wait for the next one. <laughs> what was this about? What episode was this? That was if I look back, I am lost. Oh right! Oh
0: my god, I died when you did that intro. I'm like what the fuck? I was like, I can, I refuse to post this. <laughs> that was great. All
1: right. See, next is from Jazz Joyous Follies, ladies. It's been a while since I've written in, so this may get a little long. RPG episode, so much fun. I love the divergence hmm. from the normal format. All of the details each of you put into your characters is amazing. I appreciate all the hard work it took to pull this off. I can't wait to see what happens next in part two, and the sigil of House Door killed me. Someone (laughs) please draw that for me so I can hang it up at at work.
0: (laughs) I think Watkins is working on a sigil for us, some art, actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Episode 72, another awesome episode. I loved all of the discussion on Theon, Sansa, and, of course, Jamie and Brienne that first scene was actually the first time Gwen picked my in- interest. I just love the way she looks at Jamie with such concern. Hmm. And shout out to Whitey saying, that's why they're all starving. Ah, poor Sam. I laughed a little <laughs> too hard at that. <laughs> she Aww. says, also, I decided to take over Gal's role as the Optimist this season. Oh, God. JB Reunion oh, God. 2016. <laughs> it's happening, peeps. Always, I love you all.
0: Wow, oh, thank, thank you! Jess. Thank you so much.
1: Let's see, Johnny and the Kids <laughs> says Danny thing at the top genuinely had me worried. I gave iTunes a double take. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> see on Twitter, Daphne says that's my nervous voice somewhere in the background. Ha ha! Kidding, ladies. Lovely app. Can't wait to come back.
0: Oh, Daphne, you're great. It's, Come back anytime. Yeah.
1: Goto says that um, our RPG app was great, and also I want to add, she did an awesome fan
0: video for us. So oh God, great. yeah, that that thing had me cracking up so hard. Like <laughs> the, so
4: the little graphics that went along with the words were just perfect.
0: It's a heavy <laughs> leading, and it's like it's like a dude <laughs> leading. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I've always wanted one of those, so thank you so much. <laughs> yes. So cool. Let's see. And
1: last but not least, we did get an iTunes review, guys. Woo! And it says, This podcast made me a man <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's that's what it's titled, By Meister David. And let me read this, okay? i going to probably channel okay. my inner, su- my, my southern roots here. Okay. 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 When I was 15 or so, I was selling candy bars door to door for my Jesus Boy Scout Christ. troop in the hopes of winning a trip to Mount Rushmore. Well, I wasn't having much luck until I came across a bunch of hard bodied firemen washing their fire trucks. They invited me inside the firehouse, and to make a long story short, they passed me around like a joint at a Will and Nelson concert. <laughs> this podcast oh, no. sparked the same feelings What's of happening? excitement, <laughs> confusion, and yes, a little bit of pain and tears. I highly recommend listening to it. So, I don't even it. know. If it <laughs> no, wasn't for the I
0: line, i If it wasn't for the line at the end, I highly recommend listening to it. I didn't know if that was a positive review or not. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like,
4: what is coming? Thanks for the last last sentence.
0: (laughs) I think. But um, that's that's all of our comments. (laughs) I think that'll Uh, do. (laughs) That'll that'll do. Save the best for the (laughs) <laughs> All right. Um, I want to announce that we are doing a fan fiction episode. <laughs> it's uh, one of those themed shows that we kind of get asked for quite a bit. So if you have any questions for fan fiction um, writers or just in general, you can send those in, please. Um, a confirmed panel so far is Guile, Comma, Ree Lee and myself. So we might have one more, but that's what we got so far. Um, and then messages. there's
4: a season six episode
0: too coming up. Yep. So, what are you looking for for that, Guile? Questions. <laughs> I
4: like questions. Uh,
1: and, and if you have any other, if you have any other ideas for any future podcasts, give us a shout out too, because we're always looking for new ideas for future
0: podcasts. If you're Patreon or a patron for a Patreon, you automatically get whatever show requests you have. So, you can really. Join. Yep. <laughs> if you just got to pay for it. <laughs> You
4: gotta pay. <laughs> <laughs> I can have can my ma- dream
0: all Danny oh, episode. Oh, we ah, will be your puppets. We will. Yep. Totally. Okay.
2: But then, but then, like, what if it's all like, but I don't you feel like it has to be good things about Danny, much. right? That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> you might not get <laughs> it.
0: could can be even-handed. <laughs> Man, I don't know. For If, you, if you're going to pay that fee, I will do your Danny <laughs> episode so hard. Thank <laughs> you. You <laughs> don't even know.
4: Oh, <laughs> praise her in ways I...
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, all hail Queen Daenerys. Okay. Um, messages can be sent to Gmail at close the door and at gmail.com. Um, tumblr, close the door and come here dot tumblr dot com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at DoorPodcast. Please like and review our podcast on iTunes. That last one was very creative. I don't know if I need you to be that creative with your reviews, but <laughs> <laughs> please review us. Uh, again, it's only
1: if you want me to, like, rate it in an accent.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> encourage them, why don't you, Eon? <laughs> <laughs> So support us on Patreon at close the door forward slash Patreon.com. Um, you also get apps early if you are a patron on Patreon and bonus content. A lot of our RPG stuff is on Patreon. So if you want to see like character spreadsheets, um, you can, Oh, and we're always looking for new guests. If you'd like to join us in this hot mess, you can and you're more than welcome to just let us know. Okay. That was a great episode. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs>
3: Thank you. (laughs) Thanks. Have a good one. See you later.